0: guys and welcome to episode eight of the surf coast creatives podcast i'm your host ben hucker with me hostess with my jess Mellington. welcome jess
1: thanks ben good to be
0: here great to have you here as always so if you're just tuning in today this is a podcast about business mindset creativity passion we talk to lots and lots of creatives all up and down the surf coast and geelong and Ballarat peninsula so if you're tuning in for the first time today we hope you enjoy today's episode today's episode we are interviewing Fashion powerhouse on the Surf Coast, um, a little gem that we've uncovered, all courtesy of Shane Thompson from Jan Juck, so a big shout out to Shane, but who's referred today's couple. But please welcome to the Surf Coast Creatives Podcast, Tim and Danny. Hey, mate. How you going? Good. Hey, Great guys. to have you on the podcast. Yeah, thanks for having us. You guys have got separate surnames, don't you? So I was we going to say... Kelly yep. and Wilkins. I should have changed my name by now should yeah. have yeah. <laughs> but you just haven't, so. Just haven't. Yeah. so your business Ina Pally, yeah uh, you've got about you've got a huge following on social media so I was quite fascinated to see to see your accounts and the quality of some of your work do you want to give our listeners a quick rundown of exactly what you do and what you're all about?
2: Yeah, yeah. Uh, all right I'll start yeah we um, what, about five years ago we're living in Melbourne Port Melbourne little apartment. Um, and Danny was coming home, sick and tired of a job at, in a textile in um, Melbourne game. Melbourne. What was yeah. it? Yeah. In a, in a fashion. Wholesale
3: environment.
2: Yeah. So she was coming home every day, sick of her job, saying, no, nah, I want to do something, I want to do something. Start a label. So, yeah, we came up with the name Ina Pelli, which is Danny's grandma's name. Yeah, my grandmother's name. My,
3: name? my oh. dad's mum's name. Okay. Yeah. Yep.
2: Um, yeah, it slowly started. So yeah. We, we
3: started off with um, like printed. It's actually changed a lot in the last five years. So we started off with printed silks and like leggings and things because I did textile design at uni at RMIT. So then transferred those print skills into quite crazy. It was pretty wild, wasn't it? Yeah, it was pretty wild style. Not very commercial, quite passion driven. Yeah, And then uh, we were in Bali oh, five or six years ago. And Tim said, why don't we include a leather jacket to, you know, wear back with all of this crazy stuff? Yeah. So that's what we did. And then I guess ever since then, we have grown and grown and grown. Um, We were supplying, no, we were producing in Bali up until 2016. And then we placed a very large order, which was a big risk, with a supplier in China. How Mm. many units was it?
2: Um, yeah, it was, or something. oh yeah, something like that. It's about a thousand units, I think. Which you know, it's when you haven't sold any of them, it's uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. it fe- was a big risk, a fairly <laughs> big risk, but a lot, um, a lot of working capital. Oh yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. So we took a loan. and...
0: So the bank said yes, and
2: yeah, yep, yeah. yep, yeah, yeah. um, yeah, and, and that was kind of I, I was working as a chippy, um, so I remember I was rushing home from a job in Anglesey to meet the, the truck driver. Who's loading all the boxes off in our carport? So did that, then went back to work. And then Your
1: house in Torquay. Yeah, yeah. Yep. yep. Um, in the driveway
2: there. it was raining. Yeah, no, it wasn't the greatest warehousing facility. But um, anyway, so yeah, that's that was our, that was our first order, and we just loaded up our storeroom at home, and um, yeah, slowly started making some online sales with the leather, and then yeah. I think Danny had a meeting. Well,
3: because we had all this stock sitting there, I was like, oh my god, we need to we need to take this seriously now. So yep. we, I had a few meetings with some different sales agents in Melbourne and then we got a sales agent in Victoria, then New South Wales and probably by June, the sales agent in New South Wales had secured um, DJs and Iconic to yep. stock the brand on sale or return mm-hmm. to begin with. So we were like, oh my God, this is... Amazing. All yeah. the stock is actually going to get taken. Yeah. Um, it didn't all sell, but most of it sold, so we didn't have too much returning stock. Mm. But by the end of 2016, um, I was working at Cotton On at the time actually, and I was. It was like work, you know, 8:30 till 6:30 at your day job, and then come home and start like your second life from 6:30 yeah. till midnight or one or two mm. all year. And so it got to probably two days before our wedding, which was uh, the 22nd of October. So you know, around about now, yeah, four or five years ago, four years ago, four years ago. I was like, all right. Well, Tim just said to me, you can't. This is not a normal life. You can't work, and then yeah. we can't.
2: It's not sustainable. It's not yeah. sustainable. You just yeah. just burn out. Yeah. Um, so I
3: quit my job two days before our wedding, and then we had our wedding, and then we got back from our honeymoon in Bali, and we were like, we need to make this work now. yeah because <laughs> we uh, just need to make
0: this work yeah <laughs> yeah needed the income and all the rest yeah, did you guys to. have a mortgage or anything those types of things um, at we, at this we stage we had
3: the business loan yeah yep, yep, so, yep, yeah 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 we, did. we, had yep,
2: the mortgage. Yep. The we do yeah
3: yeah the business loan had to
0: be paid back sort of 12 months um, or even quicker yeah
1: what,
2: yeah what we paid it back in a year and a half i think year and a yeah. half yeah right, in full yeah. so which That's was awesome. which is pretty good yeah. um, and you know five percent interest which at the time seemed pretty pretty good um now it's like you know five percent interest that's way too much but yeah um, yeah um paying too much yeah yeah but yeah look it was it was it was a really interesting time because i was Mm. you know danny was working full-time and i was subbing as a chippy and you know that whole winter we were it was just mayhem you know sending out orders Mm. you know you get home from work pack orders, I'd stack all the boxes in my ute and then go to work, rush up, rush off at 3.30 and go, right, sorry boys, I've got to go, Yep. Get, get to the post office, you know, everything was just done really manually, like we, you know, yeah. stock on hand list was an A4 bit of paper with what, you know, what we thought we had. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> And yeah, that was kind of the beginning of it. Um,
3: and then we, so 2017, like January, we moved into our warehouse in Torquay. Okay. Um, yep. Behind, or well, near Ocean Grind actually. Yep, oh, behind there. One from of on our Bunnings. guests
0: a couple of episodes ago. Yeah, yep. I thought so. Yeah.
3: Um, so we rented. Like actually,
0: you would have been near Jess too. Jess had a gym there called the Ox Effect, so. Oh, yeah. Must have yeah. been very close.
3: Yeah, yeah. 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 It was. How do I explain it? What's the builder. Name again um, Castle
2: Castle Drive I think it was called next to um, yeah. Sheriff oh, Constructions Sheriff. Of, yeah yeah. Next yep. to Sheriff. Yep. yeah and Cat um, the wine supplier not sure anyway uh-huh. yeah so yeah. we had all of our that-
3: stock there. Um, we had all of our wholesale stock and online stock but we didn't have our David Jones and Iconic stock that was being fulfilled from a third party warehouse in Sydney okay um, so we'd We'd process Tim, myself, and Claire, who's upstairs, my sister who works for us. Uh, we'd process the wholesale and online orders, and then the third party would do the DJs and Iconic. Yep. Which was working quite well, um, but then we were robbed in May. Robbed? Yes. Okay. <laughs> it was terrible. This year? Uh, no, it was this was 2017. Yeah. 2017, yeah. So three years ago. Yep. Yeah.
2: I think there's a lot of robberies going around in Torquay at the time. It was like, the house getting broken into. Especially in, in that into. industrial
0: precinct. Or oh, this is from your house.
3: No, this was from the industrial yep. precinct. And yes, mm. there were a lot of robberies in the industrial yeah. precinct. Because it's quite isolated out there, it's isn't isolated. it? It's yeah. isolated. There's yeah. No, not really any streetlights either. Yeah. Um, there's a
0: lot more businesses there now, but I can imagine three years ago, even when you, that's when you opened the gym just... There wasn't many businesses around, yeah. so it
3: was much smaller. I think mm. not as busy. Quite easy to you know
0: back up the hilux and yeah. break in and, and take exactly off with whatever what they you can did, find. Probably. Yeah, so yeah.
3: they they tried to rob sheriff. They tried to rob a few along there. They um, so they just had a night worked, out and gone after. Them. We didn't have yeah. a blind down, and so there was obviously a few laptops and computers because yeah. that's what you do. Yeah. So they've gone in, smashed the door, taken all the computers and everything and then but no stock they didn't take any stock and then they came back the next night
2: and no, two nights later two so nights they, they went through and kind of checked everything out and yeah. look, looked at you know let oh shit, these leather jackets are, you know 5.99 yep. obviously yeah. went on on online and, and checked it all yeah. out and then yeah came back two nights later i had my hilux parked in front of the door my dad's car parked in front of the door but they smashed smashed my window, pushed the car out of the way and then, you know, came back in. Well, it was Sunday night. That didn't take your Hilux as well, did that? <laughs> <laughs> it, it didn't take the old bomb. <laughs> um, but yeah, it came in, and took like 80k's 80, 80 worth of stock. Oh. Um, and so was, just
0: working it out and finding your feet and yeah, that happens.
2: pretty big setback. Yeah. Did you guys um, have
0: insurance in place? or you have... Yeah, we had yeah, insurance. We yeah, yeah, thankfully. It
3: covered about half of it. So that was very is good. Is that
0: part of the conditions of the business loan or um, we just had no, that anyway any way? We just
3: we just have insurance, yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah, yeah. So lucky.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was lucky. So then we were well, we couldn't stay in the, the warehouse. So I was like, I can't be here. Yeah. This is yeah. too
2: scary. And the police said you need to move like yeah. they know where you are, they'll just keep hitting you if you yeah, stay. Oh, really. Yeah.
0: So really like no solution. It's kinda like you have to leave. Yes. Basically,
2: so we wheeled everything next door to the store and mall. Um, right. And yeah, who? Um, Ali Hayes was a legend. Yeah, Ali Hayes really looked that. after us with yeah. that, gave us a free kind of space for a month. Yep. yep. So we had all our stock in there, fulfilling orders out of there for, yeah, you know, I think it was two months in the end, it ended up being. Yep. And then, and then we worked out the, um, to send the, all, all of our stock up to Sydney to a third party warehouse. So, um, well, the same
3: warehouse that was doing DJs and Iconic.
2: Yep, yep. So a little bit more
0: secure up there. Probably 24 hour security, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
3: It was actually like a blessing in disguise, though, because it just made us streamline our business. Mm Yeah. Take all the stock to one location, have one team of people dealing with all of the um, inventory and dispatch. Yep. And then we could just, then we um, rented a smaller, like, little apartment in Torquay. Uh huh. Just an office. Yep. No stock, no inventory, low risk low rent Low rent, and then we were just working doing all the emails and then they just automated the whole process system so everything happens for a reason i think
0: so so yeah you guys just finding your feet that happens and well you worked it out so congratulations on your on your progress to date to at that point um and it was kind of a a matter of necessity wasn't it like you said you you quit your job at cotton on tim did you quit your job as well
2: uh, yeah, not by choice though. I kind of I had work lined up um in uh, in January that year and then the builder just said, Look, the job's fallen through and at that point, um, I think my my grandma and my mum had just broken both like um really out a freakish accident accident, both of them broke their legs at the same time. So I was kind of helping my nan and helping them out a little two bit two separate incidents two separate incidents yeah but right. the the same, yeah, the sa- the same and kind of break like,
3: would have been 96 or so yeah, yeah. she's 99 now all right yeah. Yeah. Still, going. still going still going yeah yeah
0: right. going strong Who's on the having <laughs> <Yeah>. oh, right. <laughs> yeah. when's the big 100 uh it's august next year yeah. What's your grandma's yeah. name? Olive. Olive. Big yeah. shout out to Olive. Yeah, yeah. Does she listen
2: to podcasts? Uh no, I reckon we, we might get a listener to this one, though. Eh? <laughs> yeah. um, Just tell her it's radio in your pocket. Or that's, yeah. like. that's it. No, she she used to go to weddings and stuff and have the wireless <laughs> have the footy on and the cricket on. She's she's a sports fanatic. <laughs> we
0: we're actually talking about that that yesterday, Jess and I recently got engaged. And we're looking at venues to get married. and Oh, thank you. Yeah, yeah. very exciting. And we were looking at November 5th, and I said, Jess, that's a really important date for a lot of Australians. Like, it's just after the Melbourne Cup. Yeah. And I said her dad, Ray, would be, you know, had the wireless in the hand and listening to Race 4. <laughs> so I said, we might have to change the date, but we changed yeah. it to early December. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And next year. Yeah. 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 That's exciting. Oh, the next yeah. month, but for next
2: year yeah 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 yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah so no, it's awesome. all pretty exciting That's very exciting yeah. no, good yeah. stuff but we digress so yeah. back to <laughs> the broken legs <laughs> um yeah so i kind of helped out there for a couple of months um and yeah income was you were also helping us every day yeah i'd come in and do all the online yeah. <laughs> orders before like nine and then go over to nana's and cook her lunch and, and just kind of make sure she was sorted yeah, yeah. um and then come back and do more wholesale orders and um, yeah, so so that was yeah. So that, that, your that,
0: your knowledge of fashion and retail distribution
2: and all the rest was naught up to this <laughs> point. Zero. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, an A4 piece of paper that was that Just was my stock on hand. <laughs> not handles. even a spreadsheet. Nah, nah, not that. At was that too point. advanced. <laughs> yeah, not at that point. No. Nah. Um, what yeah. spreadsheets now? Yeah, so since yeah. then, yeah, yeah my kind of past twelve months has been setting up a inventory management program within the business which kind of runs all of our inventory and orders and 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 po's that go to china and so's that go to um wholesale customers so it's Mm. yeah it's 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 been a steep learning curve learning curve yeah
3: (laughs) we also probably in 2017 started going to china a lot more too probably once every eight weeks or so oh wow we we would both go or tim would go because we have a Like the quality is obviously really important to us. So we didn't feel comfortable, you know, having all these goods coming into Australia unless we'd actually check them ourselves. Yeah. So we'd go over on the quality control trips and check it all which was probably a little bit over the top, but I think at the same time that's what's helped us make our the quality of our goods, you know, yeah superior to some others on the marketplace. So a
0: lot of retailers would kinda turn a blind eye to their manufacturing and all the rest, offshore, oh, yeah. but you guys were over there pretty much every eight weeks, did you say? Yeah. Like I
3: think mm. Tim went to China 11 times last year.
0: All right. Oh. Yeah, was over there quite a bit. So how's it going this year with corona and all the rest? Yeah. Obviously, you can't go to China
2: now. No, it's no.
3: been interesting. Yeah. It's been a very big learning curve. This Can year. you do
2: video
0: tours and things like that, or?
2: No, we've we've changed our trading terms, so we've kind of put the onus back onto the supplier you know, if the quality is not there, the the last payment um, we can withhold, so. Yep. Which is yeah, which quite, like it's 40%, so it's quite a
3: big yep. amount.
2: The last payment, so. Okay. Yeah, so it's actually probably, you know, streamlined another little thing in our business and saved a lot in international travel and yep. a lot of time on planes, which is good. Yeah. But yeah. It's fun the first few times, but then. Just becomes you know, a
0: bit of drudgery. Yeah, a where, little, where little are you, bit. whereabouts you're
2: flying into in China? Uh, fly into Shanghai, Shanghai. Yep. And then jump on a fast train, you know, to all our different. Jinghua, we've got four Nino, or five. Nino, Nanjing. Nanjing. Yeah, speak so a bit of Chinese now? No, not really. No. Shishi. <laughs> <laughs> What's that meant? <laughs> uh, thank you. Shishi. <laughs> that's, <Yeah>, that, <laughs> that's about it. It's totally different the language.
3: Yeah. I wish, I wish I had a brain that was.
0: Mandarin, Cantonese, yeah. such yeah. Yeah. such
2: tough languages
0: to learn, aren't they? Yeah, so. yeah.
2: Totally. Yeah. When we do it, when were when um, we getting everything made in Bali, it was you know you pick it up and you kind of run with it a bit. But no, China, it's, it's different world. It's way so this, way different.
3: <laughs> the biggest thing that happened this year was like obviously coronavirus sort of really didn't hit properly here until about March or so. Yep. Mm-hmm. And that's when all the sh- like all of, we've got about 90 wholesale like small stores that we supply to and that's when they all started really freaking out well it's probably when everyone started freaking out yeah so a lot of those stores cancelled their forward orders um and then iconic actually cancelled all of their forward orders oh really which was quite stressful because that was a lot of stock Yeah. so we were freaking out Mm. like april was a very like what are we going to do
0: so they were cancelling just because they didn't know where demand was hitting. I so didn't
3: know. I think everyone just went into a bit of a frenzy and was like, no one's going to spend any money. No one's going to, yep. you know. Yep. But in actual fact, it, it was the opposite online. Yeah. yeah.
0: So in, in hindsight, yeah, it's been insane, the amount of spending. Like, yeah. spending now is higher than what it was pre-COVID. So yes. Just because people are, you know, tapping into their superannuation,
1: Yeah.
0: Um, you've got endless government incentives and paybacks and yeah. JobKeeper, JobSeeker. Mm-hmm. Uh, people can't go out and entertain themselves, so they've got extra yeah. discretionary income to spend. So yeah, Can't travel. So for
2: you guys, yeah. it's been a boon. Yeah, no, we've, we've been lucky in that respect. Um, well, yeah, so, so we've we were grown quite a lot.
3: With, we were left with so much more stock, mm-hmm. so we, we'd never order that much stock for our online store normally, but because we were left with that, we were able to sell it. Yeah. So it sort of showed us, like, oh wow, we can actually achieve this yep. if that's what we order. Yeah. So that's like mm. probably been the biggest silver lining in COVID for us. Yeah, right. Same. Obviously, it comes with a lot of stress and you know managing things and mm. managing China from far. Yeah. Yep. But at the same time, you can always take lessons out of every situation and turn it into a positive. Yeah. I think.
0: How long was that panic in in March so oh, today? Was it a week of sort of soul-searching? and of Did March. you actually think it was over for a time? Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. Like, you're going to shut the doors and... Because retailers rely so much on working capital and yeah. funding, don't they? So. We
3: did. I, yeah. I did. We, Honestly, I did.
2: Yeah, we we were pretty lucky. We had, had um, Danny's uncle come in and help us um, to strategize a little bit. So we, we got on the front foot pretty quick with yeah. with um with our wholesale accounts. We offered them all twenty percent discounts to take their stock, yep. um, which was also
3: helping them with their
2: margins deal. so they could sell yeah. it at, at, on sale and and get um, a better price. But yeah, and then and then just a few other things. You know, we did a sale with Beck Judd, um, oh yeah, yep. which went really well. So Danny's uncle lives next door to the Judds, um, so knocked on their I don't yeah, know how we nice <laughs> t- managed to take <laughs> something some up with this. <laughs> yeah. That's it. Um, yeah, so he.
0: Jody so answers the door and he's box of shorts. That's that's, that's it. Um, <laughs> we used
3: our we used our contacts to. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Get yeah. And also, my uncle's quite really good at business and you know all of that. So yep. we're lucky to have good people around us, smart people to. Yep. You know, like leaders to give you good direction and. Yep. Mm.
0: Things like that. And you say Beck Judd took an order, so she took quite a large bulk order and then onsold uh, it? So, what
3: we did was we sort of did a collaboration with her, so we yep. selected the styles and then um, we'll, we selected the styles together so that she'd like them, and then we got our photographer to, do a, a, to shoot Beck Jard in the product. Okay. And yep. then we both pushed it, like Beck pushed it from her end and we pushed it from our end. Yep. And basically, Um, that's how it went. Yeah, it's -hmm. um,
0: it's got a who you know, isn't it? Is that a big part of your, has it been a big part of your strategy? I imagine your stuff is good, like you don't go from nothing to really, really successful overnight Mm -hmm. without being good and being respected for the clothes that you put out there. So Mm I guess one part of it is your expertise as a fashion designer. And then there's that aspect too of your relationships and who you know. Which do you think is more important?
3: Um, Well, I think... Definitely, at the end of the day, if you don't have a good product to sell, you yep. don't have a business. Yeah. So I think if you can have good product and, you know, like products that people really want to have yeah. and then team that with good influencers and good um, marketing, yeah. That's yeah. Probably the, you probably need both. You, so, b- yeah. you can't have mm. one without the other.
0: So your presence on social media and the rest, that's kind of grown with your orders. So you see, you said you yeah. took that initial order. How did you grow interest or attract interest for that order? Um, how did how did that sell? We, in
3: 2016.
0: Yeah, back so in, we did, in the early days.
3: We, we did, did quite a bit of gifting. We did a bit of gifting to some, yeah. like the Geelong Wags, you know, uh, Emma Hawkins, Renee. Oh, yeah. And our, yep. Renee's been a great supporter. They've just started Brennan. their own podcast, I think, From, Emma
0: Hawkins and the.
3: Oh, uh, yeah, the Lady Bunch. Yeah, something That's like that, one, yeah. yeah. I haven't tuned in yet, but. So, and then we also, the sales agents, I think it was. A mixture of some gifting and the actual fact that the product was out in the marketplace, in the stores, and on the iconic and in yeah. DJs. And yeah. then from then it's just been an evolution of not just having Five Love with the jackets in the business. It's now we've got the t-shirts, the sweaters, denim, knitwear. It's a more of a well-rounded brand now. Yep. Yeah. Well-rounded offering.
0: Mm. Do you want to just explain? Uh, for those, for those not for me, just the gifting strategy that you used. Um, so that's sending a product to yeah, a prominent.
3: So sending a product that we think would suit the person, or know yep. would suit the person, to like as a present to them with a nice note, and then they hopefully like it.
0: And put it on and social put media. Put it on their and, social media. Yeah, mm-hmm. so
2: that worked for you.
3: Yeah.
0: Yeah. I yeah. Think yeah.
2: Back then, it was a lot more organic you yeah. know yeah, these days influencers, you know wanting payments and stuff yeah. and yep. um, the, the whole
3: landscapes completely changed. yeah yep. yeah we don't really rely on it so much anymore. our Our focus is to our, our strategy now is to have new product dropping once a month and to make that product desirable so that it just sells out without yep. Yep. no not going on sale, not um, not relying on you know someone to wear it. Yep. So a few oh, in August, we released our this, uh, Tiger Tea. It was really popular. And that sold out in a few hours. Wow. And that was without influencers or... So that's what we're really. sort of striving for. Yep. Creating the hype with as, our stockists yep. Yep, as, yep. A, as a group. So mm-hmm.
0: doing a bit of momentum in the lead-up yeah. to the release of that product. Yeah. yeah. And then not having to worry about paying influencers and the rest. Yeah. yeah. It's also yeah. like
2: singles... Off an album before it drops, you know, yeah. punch out a couple of really awesome singles and then, then yep. drop the album.
3: Yeah.
2: And how many
0: items are we talking when you sell out? Or are we talking thousands? Oh. Uh, yeah. Or yeah. So yeah, just for our listeners, your your product is at the higher end. Of the, the price range, isn't it? Yeah, like it's, well, the a, it's a premium range.
3: The leather jackets are. They're yep. six hundred, but the T shirts are much more attainable. Yep. They're ninety nine. Ninety nine. So the T shirts could be in the thousands, but the higher price point of things will never be. Yeah. In the
0: thousands. So mm-hmm. you sold out in a couple of days, so that's been a big part of your strategy. Do you want if we can go back, just your passion for fashion design, Danny? Uh you said you worked at Cotton On for a few years and you studied yeah. textile.
3: I studied, um, I think it was called a Bachelor of Textile. Bachelor of Textile. And Fashion Design And RMIT. Yep.
0: Back, you were in, pas- back in the day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Good old RMIT. It's been a great school for university for creatives and the rest, hasn't it? I know yeah. it's big for photography too. Yeah. Mm. But um, even prior to that, so high school as well, you were passionate about this? Is yeah, this something I did
3: textile design in school, year nine, and then majored in it in, in VCE. Yep. Um, actually, my dress got into that. Um, top arts. Oh I don't really? know if they still do. It, but yeah.
0: So that was like a prize for yeah. a national prize yeah. for textiles. Yeah. Were you with the the kid <laughs> at home with the sewing machine that's sort of tinkering <laughs> away? But,
3: <laughs> but I used to set up shops. So in my grandma's, like she, my grandma loved shoes, so she'd have all these shoes, and I just used to set up shops and play shops. I feel like yeah. we've, I've always had this vision to do do a business mm. yep.
0: within this field somehow yeah yeah. there's lots of um, similarities with um, Caroline Maxted she's from Maxted Fashion I don't know if you've seen some of her stuff but mm, um, she does women's knitwear and we had her on for episode 8 season 1 mm. really passionate about um, fashion design and textiles and all the rest and yeah had a big career in fashion design did your career with cotton on give you the confidence to know how the game works and then go out on your own definitely yep. I
3: learned a lot at cotton on
0: How long were you there for? Um,
3: probably three years. Three years. So I was in graphic design and then moved into planning, which is more focused on the numbers and if you're going to buy a hundred of a garment, what sizes to buy, size curves and things like that. Yep. It was a good learning curve, but it also made me realise that I definitely wanted we wanted to do our own business. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And then just what can you remember the decision making process other than? Oh my God, what are we doing? Um, but
3: yeah, because... Was kind I, of planned and... Well, it wasn't actually that planned, to mm. be honest. A little bit fly by the seat, but...
0: It was a matter of just doing it.
3: Yeah, it was a matter of just doing it. I just got a phone call. It would have been a few... Like, maybe a week or two before our wedding from our sales agent in Sydney saying, Danny, I can't... Like, you, you've got to make a decision soon. There's so many people wanting to contact this business daily but there's no one available from nine to five. She's like, we can take it to the next level, but we need to commit. Oh, yep. okay. So yep. that, was, that was Liv that said that to me. Mm.
2: Yep. Yeah, no, it doesn't really work when you're um, getting phone calls at work about business, and then, yeah, it's not, yeah. It's not really like- Doesn't send a great message to your boss <laughs> <do> you? <laughs> <laughs> you're on your phone. You, it you, wasn't
3: sending a great message to my boss. Yeah,
0: no. even though cotton items, fashion, and all the rest, they're not really- yeah, they you want they want you working for them, not yeah, well, yeah, which is fair enough, yeah, yeah, absolutely, for sure. Totally. I mean, if you can make a few phone calls on your lunch break, actually, similar again to Caroline Maxted, who's just gone full time, made the big leap. Yeah, it kind of um came about out of necessity, really, because yeah, her employer they were cutting back and cutting jobs and things, but she's just gone full time a month ago, and same yeah. same sort of thing, you know, same sort of taking phone calls during the day and you got shipments and orders and coming in and yeah. mm. she's just working a little print shop, I think, so it was a totally different conversation <laughs> to yeah. the work that she was doing during during the day. And Tim yourself, I gather you've finished work as a chippy, Do you miss it?
2: Uh, no, not a whole lot. I'll, yeah. Yeah. It's um we're renovating at the moment, so and I haven't really been on the tools at all. So I've just yep. it's kind of project been, manager. Yeah. Just it's it's been really helpful. You know, knowing knowing how it all works, um, and and running the trades and keeping an eye on things. But um, yeah, my my time's better spent making sure that our shipments are, are coming in and the stocks yep. going out. And um, what's have you got an official title for your role now, or? Um, Danny, have I got an official title? Operations manager. Operations manager. Yeah. yeah, yeah, something like that. Will
3: you you manage
2: the warehouse. And yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, I used to be head of quality control as well, going over to China, but um, yeah, good on the tape measure, making sure (laughs) everything's um, sizing up to spec. Get the spirit level out and make sure everything's... (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) plumb. You manage all of the inventory
3: and things. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Me and uh, and Sasha keep tabs on the POs.
0: Yep. POs being... uh, Purchase orders. Purchase orders. Yeah.
3: Yep. So um, orders coming into Australia, stock orders. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: But I think mar- I think marketing, we, we both have a bit of an, uh, an eye for. But yeah, I've enjoyed um, kind of running the back end of the website and up up until recently, you know. Now we've got guys who kind of look after that, but just making sure everything's updated and and working is that that's kind of my yeah my jam. Yeah. And going <laughs> forward,
0: uh, what's what's going to be your focus going forward? So obviously business is booming. COVID hasn't really had a it's had the opposite effect of most businesses out there. Mm-hmm. So, actually, we found with a lot of guests, their businesses have gone the other way, especially um, some of the retailers. Max Ted Fashion have experienced increased demand. And we interviewed oh, Emma yeah. Barr from Yogi Peace Club oh, yeah. a yeah. couple of weeks ago. She's had the same yeah. thing. The business has gone, just gone through the roof, like, in terms of demand and the rest. Yeah, so so awesome.
3: Great.
0: Yeah, what's what's the f- going to be the focus for you guys going forward?
3: Um, well, November's actually a busy month for us. We ha- we're we launching our kids' range. A kids' range, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so just to <a> throw another <laughs> thing in there. And
0: um, I don't think we cover... Did we cover this at the start? Do you do men's fashion as well? Not yet. Not yet? No. Yeah, so it's women's fashion. Yeah. So um, the
3: kids, it's basically mini me. So all oh, yeah. of our best-selling graphic tees and sweats in a mini version. Yep. Um, so that'll be launching in November.
0: So that would be Inapelli Kids or uh, yeah yep. Inapelli Kids EPK exactly right EPK and yep.
3: then we have also our loungewear capsule launching in November yep um, off the back of COVID to be honest yep but that's really nice and then we've, we're also going to reopen our store the first week of November um, and then we're launching our main November drop in November
0: yeah cool so lots lots happening before lots Christmas happening, yeah yeah is um, that is did you take a bit of inspiration from Cotton On? I know they've got they're big on their kids range, Cotton oh, On Kids. Or...
3: To be honest, not at all. Yeah,
0: you guys are in a totally different yeah. segment, aren't you?
3: We literally just our key target market is 25 to 35. Yep. So a lot of you know young mums, young mummies, young mummies, and they <laughs> all want to have matching. Yeah. So we we actually took inspiration from our customers and customer feedback. Yep. And thought, well, we've got the designs, we've got the suppliers. It's literally just a smaller version. Yep. So
0: two like thirds of our, I think two-thirds of our listeners. I was looking at our analytics the other day, uh, 20, age 25 to 35. So oh, this would be perfect. perfect. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. And lots of mums too. Yeah. 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 Yummy mummies. There <laughs> might <laughs> be a <laughs> good title for the yeah. podcast. <laughs> our <laughs> secondary,
3: secondary audience is then 35 to 45. Oh, yeah. So it's quite a broad yep. spectrum.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And if we can go into your sort of day-to-day, go into some of the Mm nitty-gritty, Jess has got a few questions about how you manage your day-to-day and Mm -hmm. favourite apps and all Mm -hmm. the rest. (laughs) I've just given away the question. (laughs) Yeah, I know, you've already (laughs) asked
1: it. Uh, Yeah, do you want to talk us through what a typical day looks like um, in in your business, in your work life?
3: Sure. Um, Well, try to get up at 6.30 and go for a walk with Rosie and Teddy, our two dogs. Doesn't happen every day, but that's the aim. And then we're usually at the computers by 8 or 8.30. Yep. Um, the mornings are usually spent, what, checking emails, responding.
2: Responding to China or if there's, yeah, for me, if there's stores waiting for orders to go out or if, if um, any of the barcodes or skew codes, if the warehouse having any issues with mm. any of that, yep. um, which is slowly starting to die down. Yep. Um, since we have ironing it all out but um, yeah a lot of email responses and then um, meetings
3: with the girls like I have a usually a daily meeting with Jamie our designer and Jess our graphic designer and yep. Gracie our customer service girl yep we have meetings with our
2: yeah marketing Google Ads people so a lot of Zoom calls yep of yep. recent um, we, we had a we were doing a lot of PR at the start of the year. yeah. Um, so we're having meetings with with her, but we've, we've kind of dropped the PR off. So,
3: there's no sort of step routine. Yeah, yeah. It's yep. sort of like, try and do the urgent jobs in the morning. Yep. And respond to the urgent emails, and then just try and do as much as you can. Mm-hmm. As yeah, <laughs> yeah. And, and try and stop work by seven. Seven. Which doesn't always happen either.
1: <laughs> That sounds like a long day. I was going to say, that's a, a huge
0: day. So it's 6.30 to 7 each day, mm. day in, day out. Mm. That's actually a short day compared to what you used to used yeah. to do, I guess.
2: Yeah. Mm. D- Danny does that more often. I, I normally take the dogs for a walk or try and get in the water. Yep. Um, yeah. That's
0: down at yep. Torquay
2: Beach sure. Or... Uh, yeah, we walk around Yeah, the, the um, Whites Beach, yep. the rabbit park I like to call it, Rosie loves to chase rabbits. Yeah, so because
3: we're living in Geelong, we've been walking down to the... Eastern, Eastern Beach.
2: Beach. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. So, so that's nice yeah. down there.
0: Given that you're renovating at the moment. Yep, that's it. Yeah.
3: Um,
1: um, do you use any apps or anything to manage your business or...?
3: I yeah I heavily rely on the Google Calendar. Yep. <laughs> I would not survive without that. <laughs> yeah. Um, WhatsApp groups. Yeah. We have a sales team WhatsApp group. We have an internal team WhatsApp group. We have one with our marketing guys.
2: Yeah. And then WeChat. WeChat um, with China. Yes, yeah, so all the suppliers. Yep. Yeah. Have WeChat little groups with those guys. Um, yeah. And do, do calls or video calls through WeChat. Yeah. Um, and,
3: and Zed Bank app.
2: Yep. Yep. Google Analytics, um, Shopify. Shopify. Oh, so yeah. does your website run oh, on Shopify? Yeah, <laughs> Shopify Plus. We're running through at the moment. So we're, yep. we're actually just splitting the website to um, set up a .com uh, version for yeah. the for the US market. So. Cool. So that will be happening pretty. Well, it's currently happening at the moment. So. Yeah. So that's exciting. Yeah. Um, what other apps? Interested here actually
0: that you use what uh, WhatsApp for group messaging and stuff, so I haven't gotten on to uh, things like Slack and other apps like that.
3: We I found it a bit too confusing. Yep. Yeah, I find WhatsApp mm. is straight to the point. Yep.
0: You almost yeah. end up in the position where you're managing, you need a Slack channel to manage yeah. the Slack channel on yeah. Slack. It's like, mm. it kind of doubles up sometimes yeah. I find, so. We
3: just find, I don't know. I'm I'm quite like direct, so I the more direct the better. Yeah. So with our WhatsApp groups, we just easy put photos in there, put whatever, mm-hmm. ask quick opinions on new designs from the sales agents. Yeah. Yep. Emails are sometimes too slow too. Yep.
0: Mm. Sna- it's pretty much snail mail now, isn't it? It I used also, to be the...
3: this year I've just started like calling people more yep. often, not just messaging or emailing. Just yep. pick up the phone. Back to
0: the, straight to the source. <laughs> yeah, just to get someone on the phone yeah. and get instant feedback. Because well, time's mm. precious, so yeah. I feel like. You... Especially in fashion, yeah. Yeah.
3: Um, even with our suppliers in China, I often just call them yeah. rather than sending them an email. Mm-hmm. Um, that's just me. Okay. Yeah. Mm.
0: Do you find health and fitness has been a big part of the routine for a lot of our guests? Is that a big part of your routine or no, just don't have is. time?
3: No, it is. Yep. We have a trainer that comes in three days a week. Dave. So we train on Tuesdays, Thursdays and Fridays here upstairs. We do boxing or oh, cool. strength training. We all do, mm. it, all the girls. Yep. So it's a PT yeah. comes in and just
2: yeah, yeah, yep. yeah. Yeah, he used to.
3: What's
1: his
2: last name? Dave Trotter, living Ocean Grove. Strike yeah. fit fitness, yeah. I think it is. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So he used to be an ex-fighter. Um, yeah, I, I was training a lot up in Melbourne when we lived there um, at a gym, and he he trained me up for an club fight, which was oh, yeah. wow. which was fun. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it was a lot fitter back then, but it's just good to get, mm. yeah. get the girls into we it. We love it because you
3: do it at, like, 2, 2.30 and then you just feel so awake. <laughs> <laughs> three days a week, that's
0: good. Yeah. So you'd yeah. say that's a, an essential part of who you are day to day? It gives you energy and yeah.
2: clears the mind? Definitely. For sure. Mm. Stress. Good stress release as well, hitting the boxing bag when things aren't going your way. Just yeah, load in.
0: So you used to do a bit of like mixed martial arts or UFC style fighting, or no,
2: nah, it was just just boxing. So yeah, it was it was literally just fitness. Um, I think I was 28. Um, but yeah, 28 years old and just trying to get fit. Yeah, I was still playing footy, and it was just kind of a good supplement, and then just really got into it, and then they said, oh yeah. It's a twelve-week challenge. Chain. I think we're training six days a week, like hour and a half sessions. You got down to it weighing seventy-eight kilos. Seventy-eight. Yeah. So, so, so ten kilos lighter than now. Probably twelve kilos. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Right. Um, <laughs> it's been been in good been in a good paddock, but um, yeah. So it's good good to get. You though. still look fit and healthy. Yeah. yeah strong, tr- tr- so. Try try to. But, yeah. Um, yeah. No, it's, it's it's a good it's a good release and good form of exercise for sure. And did you guys grow up on
0: uh, the surf coasts? No. no, no. No. So, Wait, no. how did you
2: find Torquay? It's
3: human's family, really. Uh, and my uncle's. Oh, and my family. Yeah. yeah, I've always
2: kind of holidayed in Torquay. My grandparents have always kind of been there. Yep. Um, and then Danny's, yeah, family have always had holiday. My uncle's.
3: Well, one of them used to live in Torquay and work at Quicksilver. Oh, yep. Um, he doesn't do that anymore. Oh, he still works at Quicksilver, but doesn't live in Torquay. Yeah, they anymore. packed up and shipped off, didn't they, yeah. to the Goldie? So well, we have had to go to... He went to America, then France. He's the CEO, so he, he went oh, right.
0: everywhere. So. so what's your uncle's name?
3: Uh, Greg Healy.
0: Greg Healy, okay. Yeah. So he's a, a lot of
3: locals would know who yeah. Greg is, I
0: think. Um, All right, so you, do you get a bit of advice and yeah. tuition and yeah. mentorship from, from Greg? I do, yeah. yeah.
3: If there's an urgent question, i definitely call Greg. Yeah, right. Yeah.
0: So that's quite handy to have.
3: Yeah, it is very handy.
0: One of the saving graces, but um, yeah, yeah, it's um, I
3: grew up in Bright, in northeast
0: Victoria. Ah, mm. a great part of the world. Yeah. Myself and Jess were up there, oh, two months ago, just a little, oh,
3: just in that
1: gap. Oh, yeah, yeah, yep. yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. We just stayed, at, we actually stayed at Beechworth, but we spent a couple of days in Bright, doing a few walks and things. So yeah, yeah. It's, beautiful, it's beautiful, isn't it? Up there. Oh, magnificent. So nice. Yeah, so like, that's a great spot. Awesome. Do you miss it up there? Do you get um, back often, or
3: I don't get back enough, like i've been
0: there once
2: this year yeah but this
3: year's been a bit weird yeah 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 no i don't get
2: back there enough we I try do miss it yeah we, we try- love the mountains yeah we try to get up to mount hoffman at least yeah. once a year that's yeah. where that's where we both yeah. met so yeah passion for snowboarding is, is still alive and well but yep. yeah. yeah it was a good kind of season to to miss this year i didn't, oh, didn't get much snow at that's all that's the yeah.
0: thing though they said they had no visitors because of corona and all the rest well they had to, sh- had they had heavy restrictions and all the rest, but um, there was no snow anyway, so yeah, yeah, worked out pretty well. Me and Jess were up there in what late July, and there's usually you know snow capped mountains as you drive up to yeah. into yeah. past Wangaratta and things, was yeah, there was no yeah. snow, there was nothing, nothing. Yeah. not
1: a thing. We thought we were going to go up for like a day, maybe, and just hike yeah. around or whatever, yeah, but we're like, we'll give it a miss, there's nothing, yeah, it was 16 degrees, blue sky, sunshine, degrees. yeah,
0: yeah,
3: yeah. <laughs> so, we Doing are. these
0: bushwalks and t shirt yeah. I couldn't believe it.
3: Yeah. Hopefully next season. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, maybe we'll all just go to New Zealand. Yeah, Yeah, if, if we're allowed, allowed to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, they're talking about a travel bubble, aren't they, with New Zealand? Yeah. 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 Couldn't think of a better place to have a travel, travel bubble with. So. Yeah, that'd be awesome. I agree with that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 And um, speaking of travel, it sounds like Bali's had a bit of an influence on your style and inspiration, or is it just a place to get away and um, forget about everything?
3: Probably now just a place to get away. Yep. Yeah. We'd normally go there once a year just for a holiday, but yeah, obviously not not this year. Yep. Like everyone else in the world. Yeah. (laughs)
0: Yeah. Where would you say most of the inspiration comes for your style? Um, Or is it kind of a... I
3: would say... You
0: get inspiration for different projects from different... We look
3: at a lot of like street style, like around the fashion weeks in New York and you know Paris and international catwalks, yeah, fashion week street style. We also, I, I don't know, I'm, I'm a bit analytical, so I always look at like what sold the previous year and how can we build on that? How can we improve that? So using a lot of our own data too. And yep. also looking at, you know, the marketplace, what's in the marketplace. Yeah. Listening to our customers.
2: Yeah, and I think just classic style you know like jeans and t-shirts not that i'm much of a stylist but it seems as though that's that that's what works you know yeah. leather
3: jacket yeah. t-shirt Classic sort of rock and roll style
0: yep. yeah yep. So, so getting a bit of data and numbers in there too rather than just saying you know going on a flying on a whim women a prayer yeah. actually yeah. gets yeah. getting some numbers behind it and having a look at your analytics as mm-hmm. well
3: 100%.
0: but the, the thing with analytics though you have to have a lot of traffic and a lot of numbers to make sense of it, don't you? Yeah. If, I mean, if it's a couple of hundred, then it's hard to yeah. make any conclusions. But we I gather can... you guys have thousands of visitors to your website, so you can probably make some pretty good conclusions.
3: Yeah. And also, we listen to our sales agents a lot. They often have really good advice around, like, we do a lot of our ranging with. The, in this room here is our spring. This is the start of our spring 2021 ranging, mm-hmm. so July, August, September next year. Yep, so we'll have our sales agent come down and we'll workshop this together and make sure all the graphics are on point and yep. the colors and everything. Yep. Try and make it as good as we can. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it sounds like the business is just rocking. Like you guys are healthy and happy, like from what I can gather. But um we, but I think we all know, that, you know there's tough days, so Jess has got a question about the off days.
1: Okay. Mm. Do you have any advice for co Oh no, can you tell us about the off days? Like have do you have a story where you've had like a really tough day and you thought about packing it in? Maybe this year through COVID or yes. yeah. <laughs> yeah, and maybe how you got through that, yeah.
3: How do I get through that tough day? Yeah, um, be angry at Tim. Yeah, <laughs> take,
2: takes it out of me a little bit. I don't
3: really know how I get through that tough day. What did I would say red wine, red pe- wine, <laughs> <Yeah. You know? laughs> good bottle of Shiraz or Merlot or
2: something. Nah, look, I think mean, just because we're husband and wife and you know there's not not really much separation between kind of work especially at the moment because we're living at the office work and um and personal life you just you really just need to support each other and and yep. and understand when someone's not having or if danny's not having a good day you know try and get around her and and support her through that and then she, she does the same to me you know yesterday i had a, Oh, I was very frustrated with a few different things and, yep. you know, I think you just, you know, got to let that be and let, yeah. let, let, let let the person, let, you know, Danny or myself express those frustrations and just kind of accept it and move on. We try and, move and stay on. Positive. Yeah. positive. Yeah. Positive. Yeah.
3: yeah. There's a positive feeling in here. Like, yeah. the girls are happy. Yeah. Um, I don't know. So every day is a learning curve, I guess. Yeah. Every week's a learning curve. Mm. We're always cool. busy, though. There's never really any downtime to yeah. just... Yeah. Do
0: nothing. You don't really get time to wallow in self-pity and the no. rest. yeah. <sighs> and with uh, with great success becomes critics and trolls and other things. Have you guys had to, had to deal with that?
3: Uh, we have actually, especially yep. this year. Um, but we've had a lot of, well, not a lot, but we've had it's probably due to a few things. Uh, number one, you know, there's been a few delays with orders, delays with OzPost. Um, we've had... Ladies commenting on our Instagram page, like quite nasty all right. comments, which we just respond to kindly and yeah. say, "I'm sorry, you feel that way." Yeah, that's um, all you can do, isn't it? Yeah, it's it's, all you can
0: do. It's it's like you are kind of stoking the fire, aren't you? If you yeah. go back with another nasty comment, we don't go back with. We just
3: say, "Thank you for your input." I'm yeah. sorry you feel this way. Yeah. Yep. We're, we're
2: trying our best to resolve the issue. Yeah. Like we had, there was a big issue. Just as COVID hit, our warehouse went into administration, voluntary administration. (laughs) So that was, um, you know, their OzPost accounts got cancelled. So then we had to scramble and set up our own TNT account. And then it was was three months of help until the warehouse got bought again. And there was some certainty around that, you know, our stock wasn't just going to end up you know, in a dead warehouse. Yeah. So your stock was just tied up in Sydney. Somewhere. Well, it's in Truganina now. Yeah. So yeah. We, we, yeah, we if
3: like online orders were being dispatched to, say, you ordered a jacket, it would be dispatched to go to you. But because TNT aren't so good with um, delivering to homes and things, mm. it could just end up going back to their depot or. Oh, that's what yeah. you're saying.
2: Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah, we weren't able to use Australia Post. And I think at that time, Australia Post were backlogged by a month or something. Oh, it yeah. was something crazy. So yeah, look, it was a it was a challenging couple of months, but yeah. So again, it was stuff that was probably outside your control. Yeah. Totally, and then you know yeah. the ladies are just flipping their lid at, at us because they haven't bought it. You know. Yeah. They spend a lot of money, which you understand. Like you you want you spend your money, you want you want to get your product, but um yeah it
3: was. We don't it, have those issues anymore though. No, we'll no, it's all been sorted yeah. now. Yeah. But, yeah. That's yeah. good. Yeah.
0: I know yeah. a lot of our other guests have had the same similar issues with um, couriers and transport and the rest it's kind of what what can we do other than be nice to people and yeah it's like it's it's so out of your control
3: it is it's entirely out of your control and Mm. especially a
0: warehouse going going under into voluntary administration. so
2: yeah
3: we lost our account manager amanda who was an absolutely amazing worker and so efficient and helpful and then she had she resigned and then they all resigned so we weren't really talking to anyone yeah it was a bit
0: stressful. So yeah. losing those good relationships too. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. Aside from the uh, <clears throat> the challenges of running a business and and all the rest, who inspires you in life? Maybe let's start with who inspires you in business, and then life in general.
3: Mm.
0: Starting with you, Danny. <laughs> who
3: inspires me in business? I think actually I have two. I really I'm inspired by Pip Edwards, the owner of PE Nation, I think she's done an amazing job with that brand. Pip Edwards, okay. And also our the lady that owns our sales agency, Amy Fosdark. Yep. she's a really smart, hard working lady. Yep. I would say probably those two.
0: So they're, yeah, people internal to your business?
3: Yeah, people that yeah. I would look up to Yep. like that, especially Amy because she's just always giving good, sound advice, she's mm-hmm. like a really good mentor.
0: Yeah. That's um, for business and and life as well, or um, it's a pretty open-ended question. <laughs> <laughs> oh, maybe
3: not life. Oh, maybe life. Yeah. More business. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Given her organised I mean, organisation and
3: my friends, like my friend Daisy Pierce, the female footballer. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yep. She's a very hard-working, driven, inspiring girl.
0: Yeah. She's, um. She had, she had a big story last year, didn't she, with... Um, the twins. Yeah, I can't quite remember what it was. Yeah. I know there was a bit of controversy around it, and she was under mm-hmm. quite a bit of pressure. Was that Daisy? Might have
2: been. Can't remember
0: the exact facts of the story, but... Uh, maybe. She got recognised as being a really inspiring inspiring woman for the way she dealt with those issues. Oh,
3: actually,
0: yeah, you're right. There was something. She came under fire for something or other. Can't remember what it was. Yeah, neither can I. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> It's hard, Tim. Um, oh, I guess I've always loved music, so I, I kind of get inspired by, you know, listening to a lot of hip hop growing up. I reckon, you know, the Wu Tang. Um, yeah. you know, it might sound pretty cliche, but I, <laughs> like what they were able to do as a as a collective and and the kind of the strategies that they implemented as a as a group, um, and being able to build such a cult following. Yep. Um. You know, that's kind of yeah, I I have always kind of drawn parallels to Yeah. To what yeah. the Woo do. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Um Uncle Jared's also a
3: mentor for you. Yeah,
2: Danielle's uncle, Jared, um, yeah, he he's a great mentor and support. Um, I think Danny, she's a inspires me a lot as well, you know. Yep. She's very inspirational kind of person, the way she, you know, just just gets it done and, and yep. is um you know, really positive, um, and 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 looking to succeed and just ticking off goals, just just kicking kicking them down. It's it's yeah, it's in, inspiring to watch. Um, so yeah, it's that's yeah. It comes up on
0: the on the podcast a lot. Getting it done, like yeah, instead of worrying about what people are saying about you on social media and things like mm-hmm. that, it's it's a more a matter of getting things done. Yeah, and yeah, and trying to drive your business and push it forward. Definitely, rather than just being held back by right like. You could read all the comments, the nasty comments, and it could be all over, couldn't it? you say, what's the point?
3: If you listen to, you you do, what I've noticed in life is the last few years, or especially this year actually, as as your business becomes more successful, people are quicker to judge. People that you might have even thought were your friends are quicker Mm. to judge, are quicker Mm -hmm. to have opinions, are quicker to... It's, it's interesting, actually. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. Oh, especially in yeah. Australia, like there's a the tall poppy syndrome, and mm. it's a real people say it's sure. a bit of a myth, but it's it's absolutely real. So. Yeah, I feel yeah.
3: like it is real. I never truly believed that, but yeah. this mm. year's sort of shown me that. I think it's a true thing. Yeah, or yeah. well, it yeah. can be
0: people just pushing their fear onto you, can't they? They see you having success mm. and start to push some of their fear and insecurities onto you. So. Yeah, it's. it's I
3: don't really um. Go into it, but. Yeah. You can see, you can see it, yeah, yeah. On the surface. You can
0: you mm. feel it, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's um. I'll hand it to Jess to ask our magic question about creativity. <laughs> <Ooh>.
1: <laughs> um, so we like to ask this question to all our guests. Um, I'll start with you, Tim. Um, do you think creativity is a matter of nature or nurture? So, are you born with it, or do you think you can learn to be creative?
2: Uh, I think. You're either a creative person or you're not. Yep. But, um, you can always improve on things that you're not good at. Mm-hmm. But I think if you're if you if you're not inclined to think kind of outside the box, it's kind of a hard thing to 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 learn, I reckon. Yep. But yep. in saying that, you can always, you know. Get a big piece of paper and start brainstorming and, and come up with ideas, mm-hmm. and, and there's ways of being creative, I guess. But yep. yeah, I, I think, yeah, that's my kind of take on it, whether yep. that's right or wrong. But
1: yep, yeah, no, it's all up to you, Danny. What do you think
3: about I think nurture, yep. I think you can. Well, I know with myself, like I'm not overly creative or anything, but you can train yourself to. Um, you know what to look out for, and you know what to look at, and you know you know sort of how to put something together. Yep. You can refine those skills. Mm-hmm. Um, but I yep. think as Tim said, it's got to be in you to yep. – like a mathematician's probably not going to be able to run this business yep. because they, their brain won't be wired that way. Mm-hmm. Yep. So I think it's got to be in you to start with, and then you can improve it. Yeah. Yeah. Good. yeah, I think
0: both <laughs> good answers. And it's um will gives hope as well to people that are not so creative to actually work on it and nurture it and but yeah, as you say it's kind of it's a it's a tough question, like guess I don't think there is an answer. Like there are people who are naturally creative from day one, but mm. a lot of people that discover their creativity a little bit further yeah. on down the path, so for sure. Due to life events and all the rest. So I agree yeah. with that. Yeah, yeah. I, don't, I think both good answers. Um, so we get a lot of listeners out there on the podcast who, you know, started a little hobby or a side project. Have you got a, a number one piece of advice for those people that might be wanting to take the leap from part-time creative to full-time creative? Mm. Thinking back to your beginnings in
3: 2016. Yeah, I would say if you really, really believe in your idea and you really think you can achieve it, you will be able to achieve it. You've got to take a leap of faith. Yep. But you've really got to believe in the idea to start. Yeah. Yeah. And
2: and commit to it I think as well. Like it's just like right, it's either it's either happening or it's not. Yeah. Um but probably financially pushing yourself to the level where it's like you you have to make that choice. Yeah. You know, like if you do it from the beginning go, oh I'm just gonna start a business I don't work already, you know, it's it's kind of it's. I reckon that's the wrong way. You want to. You got to have good work ethic, already, and yeah. and and build it up on the side, and obviously believe in it, um, and then when you get to that point, you, you know it's like you either you're doing it or you're not. So, yeah. yeah. I think you just put push, push the envelope as much as you can till it's about to explode, and then yeah. that, That's when you jump. Yeah.
0: It's <laughs> your head exploding
2: too. <laughs> yeah, that's it. <laughs> I think. Um, yeah, we've had a lot of chippies that have.
0: Uh, quit their life as a chippy and gone on to work as a creative and like Al from episode one used to be a chippy and now he does custom made timber beds yeah awesome. at the premium end of the market um who yeah. to be have Dave Graham is a former chippy and now does sculptor. a lot of uh, blacksmithing yeah sculptor in based in the Ashmore Arts Precinct in Torquay so oh, yeah, yeah we've had awesome. quite a few chippies that have yeah. made the made the leap of faith and yeah. I think um the point I was trying to make is that. They kind of have the work ethic built in. Yeah. Because you know, you guys are on the job site. You're up at 6, 5.30, for whatever sure. time it may be. Even earlier now, commuting to Melbourne, you're on the job site. Yep. You're working all day. You drive home. You do it again the next day, typically working Saturdays. So you
2: think that helps, that routine? Oh, definitely. When it definitely. comes to running a business? Yeah, for sure. I think just having that work ethic, yeah. you can't do it without that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think being it's interesting. As a chippy, you, you kind of... There's so many different roles and jobs that you kind of need to understand and, and do to be able to work in with other trades as a chippy like it's that one trade which which is the connector to kind of everyone else. Yeah. Yep. Um um Yeah, that's I don't know. What do you think about that? Yeah, it's I think it's been a big part of
0: their decision making, so yeah. it gave them the, the courage and the strength to move forward and I I, I wouldn't say that they find running a business easy, but um, in terms of the workload and everything else, the physicality of that job yeah. compared to what they do now is probably less. Yeah, Al might have something yeah, to say about you. that, given the number of beds that he pumps out <laughs> yeah, on a weekly yeah, yeah, yeah. basis. But talking on Al's behalf there, but yeah, yeah, but I think yeah, good advice. So, um. Yeah, it's been a great chat and it's already been an hour, I can't believe it. So That's fine by yeah. I know you guys are really, really busy, so we'll let you get back to it. But um, thanks very much for your time today and sharing your story and being so open. It's not easy to come on a podcast and sort of put it all on the table. So I really appreciate your time today. Well,
2: no worries. Thanks for having us. Where can we, our listeners keep track of your story? And um, You can check us out at Um and we're putting together a discount code um, ben and Jess, thirty for a thirty percent discount code. Exclusive. Yeah, so. So thirty percent off. Thirty percent off, and we'll leave it we'll leave it on for a week. So. For a week, cool. Okay. Yeah. So, so. And that's for your full range. Yep, yep, yep. So so get in there quick. Jess will be on there looking at <laughs> one of those leather jackets.
0: <laughs> <laughs> She's eyeing off I one, eyeing one as we speak. Oh, yeah. yeah.
2: <laughs> um. Show me which one. Yeah, no, <laughs> love, love, love. Being in Torquay and Geelong and, and the local community, it's just you know so yeah. good, good people and good businesses. It's it's good good to stick fat with your local crew.
0: Yeah, it's it's great to uncover. I have to admit, I hadn't heard of Ina Pally until Shane reached out and referred you guys on, and then I saw your social accounts and your website and your know, focus on sustainability and all the rest. Probably one thing we didn't talk yeah, about actually just, was sustainability. Yeah. Do you want to talk about that just quickly? Yeah, yeah. So we can, yeah. you've got a really big focus on sustainability, yeah. really important yeah. to who you are as a brand and business. Yeah. Mm. Where did that come from?
3: Um, well, we've always cared for the environment growing up in the country. And, you know, we've also grew up in Kahuna in the country. Oh, yeah, up, um, on,
0: the, up on the river.
2: Yeah.
3: Yeah. It, it wasn't always a major – in the start, beginning it wasn't a –
2: primary part of our business was it no i think i think we just with the um the the education around yeah. climate change um and sustainable sustainable practices you know i think everyone's got a responsibility now just to to within their realm and their wheelhouse to be sustainable as possible and and so we started looking do, at
3: well, do all you can at
2: least yeah 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 and we just started looking at it our business and just said all right what what can we do here um in every kind of touch point which is which is going to be sustainable um
0: the
3: most exciting um part is our is our faux fur jackets isn't
0: it got a delivery coming through at the um, back there <laughs> just add some
2: lasagna delivered right yeah. on cue. <laughs> uh, a little bit of gluten-free penne so
3: our faux fur jackets are made from the 100 recycled water bottles so they take the water bottles, they melt them all down, then they cut them into little chips, and then they're used as the fibers to make the jackets. Okay. We have the same supplier as um, Patagonia and Levi's. It's going to say very similar. to Patagonia. Yeah. Mm. So our, we're good friends with the owner of it, this this um this supplier. So we sat down, we were talking about it over dinner one night, and then he told us that this was an option, and we were like, whoa, why didn't you tell us sooner?
2: Yeah, well, I don't think it was an option for, for the, the faux fur, which we were um, wanting to use. So like the Patagonia style Sherpa, oh, yeah, that's right. um, it, it was available for and, and our best selling faux fur is like a, like a rabbit um, faux fur. Mm-hmm. And that, at that point, hadn't developed um, that material using the recycled fibres. So, you know, we, we just started pushing it and saying, Look, you know, we really need this. And they said, look, it's gonna be a bit more expensive. And then the first samples didn't feel like it felt a bit lightweight. And so it was probably a good 12 months, 18 Mm. months of back and forth till, you know, we were 100% happy with it that that our customers were gonna, you know, it was was gonna, the product quality was gonna be there. Mm. Um, But yeah, since then I think We've recycled probably three hundred thousand plastic bottles. Oh, really? this, wow. this this year. Did, did so, since February. Um,
3: since it launched in February.
2: Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Well, not recycled, but you know, re- 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 use, reused. Yeah. yeah. So, um, so yeah, that, that's something we're that's really, excite, really excited yeah. about. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I think we're using thirty percent recycled cotton in our t-shirts. In our yeah. t-shirts and now. Service, yeah. yeah. Um, and then all our packaging's recycled as well. Um, yeah, so it's just,
3: Spring tags.
2: as you say, it's doing what you can, it's
3: yeah. doing what we can, we, yeah. Yeah. You can't. I mean the labels and things, that's it's impossible, impossible to reduce
0: emissions yeah. to zero, isn't it, that's being hard. a fashion retailer, so, well, look at all the boxes there, yeah, 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 but it's, it's just, um, yeah. I, know if, I know for a lot of companies it seems to be just a bit of PR marketing, to, you know, to say that you're sustainable and the rest, but for you guys, it, it feels like it's real, you're actually, yeah, and doing, you know, um, practical things make your business sustainable. So it's great to see. Yeah,
3: we're trying. We're trying yeah. the parks yeah. this
0: year. That's it. it's it seems yeah. to be really common among um, businesses on Torquay and the Surf Coast, which is great to see. Because mm. yeah. I think being on the surf coast you're kind of immersed in nature, aren't you, every day, every yeah. day of the week. Good so feel.
2: you want to see that protected. Yeah. yeah. And like you know, businesses like Ocean Grind yeah. you know they're, they're, I reckon they're really on the front leading the floor. way yeah leading the way for sure
3: they've done an amazing job especially um, through COVID yeah to
0: not go back to yeah. the cups yep they got their swap and go system now yeah. and I've yeah, got yeah, a few on the floor of my car actually no really <laughs> <laughs> yeah which is yeah. great to see as well so yeah. apologies yeah. for skipping over that during the podcast but oh good um, we can go to your website can't we and read about that I know yep. I, was, yep. I was looking through your website and there's a big page dedicated to sustainability so yep. Yep. People can go there. Inapelli.com.au and ben jess 30 for the discount. That's it. Yep. That's awesome. Where can? Uh, thanks very much again for your time today. It was um, great to chat. Jess, where can listeners go to hear more about our story and keep track of the podcast and all the rest?
1: Um, so you can head to the website as well. Surfcoastcreatives.com and you'll find an, an accompanying blog to this, today's episode, and we're also on Facebook and social media, so we'll pop all the, all the links to the other episodes on there as well.
0: Yeah, there'll be an accompanying blog article for this episode as well, so cool. make sure that discount code gets in there as well. So, Tim and Danny, thanks very much for your time today. Any parting words for our listeners? Final no. words of advice? Go Cats! Thank go Cats! <laughs> Geelong supporter. Yeah, that's it. I'm actually quite nervous about the prelim on Saturday night, so... Man, it's going to be a big game. A couple of big games. It's going to be huge. Yeah, so yeah, Thanks again for your time today, and yeah, go Cats. So. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> See ya. Better hop hey. into your lasagna. <laughs> that's <it. laughs> Thanks, guys. Cheers, bye. See ya.
1: See ya.